This week, Facebook launches instant articles, and LinkedIn finally rolls out publisher analytics. Plus, a Google study reveals some surprising data about mobile video ads. All that and more on this week's Digital Marketing News with Yoko Sio. Digital Marketing News with Yoko Sio covers the most important news for busy professionals in the digital marketing space with your hosts, Chris Yoko and Max Lawler. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Today is Thursday, May 14th, 2015. I'm Chris, and as usual, I am here with my co-host, Max. Hey, Chris. Ready to roll? You know it. This week, Facebook announced a new platform called Instant Articles, which will allow the social network to host content from other sources on its own site. And those other sources already include some major names, such as the New York Times, BuzzFeed, BBC News, and some others. Facebook claims that it's in the best interest of their users to not have to leave their site to check out content from other publishers, which at first sounds a little fishy, but there are some interesting benefits when you look at the details. For example, many publishers' websites don't offer a great mobile experience, and Facebook, of course, is known for a very good mobile experience. With instant articles, it will automatically be creating mobile-optimized, quick-loading versions of the content for users on the go. Facebook claims that instant articles load up to 10 times faster than their original sources. On the flip side, this means that publishers will likely start to lose traffic on their own websites, meaning less ad revenue. Facebook is trying to balance this out by allowing them to sell ads in their own instant articles or choose to leverage the audience network ad program. When you combine instant articles with Facebook's internet.org initiative, which has been criticized for forcing users in developing nations to use the internet in a Facebook-controlled bubble, and the expansion of its messenger platform, it's not hard to see that Facebook may be well on its way to total online domination. And LinkedIn is currently rolling out new analytics for users who publish content through the platform. Similar to competitors, LinkedIn's analytics will provide you with insights on your total reach over time, but also a lot more detailed information specific to their platform. For example, since LinkedIn knows readers' locations, industries, titles, groups, and other data points, you're able to see how well your content resonates based on each of these qualifiers. The analytics also show you individual user stats, so you'll be able to see exactly who has read, liked, commented on, or shared your content. And side note, I can see this being a huge tool for opening doors to new targeted relationships and opportunities. As we mentioned, LinkedIn is currently rolling these analytics out to users now. If you'd like to check to see if they've been enabled for your account, you can click the access link, which we've posted on our site. This past week, Google released the results of a study showing that viewability of video ads was better on mobile devices than on desktop. Before we continue, we should clarify that viewability refers to a video ad where at least 50% of it is viewable for at least the first two consecutive seconds. Video ad viewability was 83% for smartphones, 81% for tablets, versus only 53% for desktop. This, however, does not include YouTube, where 91% of video ads were found to be viewable. These results were a bit unexpected, although not necessarily the YouTube piece, considering that more than half of all the video streams on YouTube were done through mobile devices. Other factors here may include ad-blocking software in desktop browsers and the more prominent placement of video ads in mobile web page layouts. This will certainly spark other similar studies, and if the findings are consistent, it could definitely be worth reevaluating your video ad strategy. In other mobile ad news, Facebook is now allowing mobile app advertisers to use its multi-photo carousel ads, which have a lower cost per click and conversion than a typical single image ad. 
Carousel ads typically perform well for e-commerce advertisers where they can show multiple items from a single product catalog. With the new functionality, clicking on one of these items from a mobile device could open a specific page in the advertiser's mobile app. Or if a user doesn't have the app installed, it could prompt them to install it and then redirect them to the page the first time they open it. These mobile carousel ads are available now through Facebook's ad network. Max, Max, are you trying to use the internet? No, I have to, I have to use the phone, I'm waiting for a call. That is the sound that over two million people in the US still hear when they want to get on the internet. Let that sink in for a moment. AOL's quarterly earning report last week shared that 2.1 million users are still paying for dial-up access. As hard as it is to believe, it's a good reminder that providing a low-fidelity version of your site and content isn't only important for international organizations, it can be important here at home, too. While most of our listeners might think that these 2 million users aren't in their target market, they are someone's target market. And if you want to make the biggest impact on your audience, you have to reach them first. Our takeaway this week is an update to something we've suggested before, Opt-in Monster. It was once only a WordPress plugin which helped generate opt-in ads to your email list through the easy use of a persistent opt-in banner, welcome splash page, or timed and triggered modal windows. Now, the team at Opt-in Monster has taken the next step to provide an easy way for users of any platform, not just WordPress, to help grow their email lists. Today, the Optin Monster app was announced, and it acts as a standalone software-as-a-service offering, which is about as easy to add to a site as an embedded video or widget. Data junkies will be happy to hear about the return of analytics, as well as integration with Google Analytics. There are a number of other enhancements as well, and you can learn more by checking out their announcement, and you can grab that link from our site. For existing customers, the Optin Monster plugin will only be supported through the end of 2015, so you'll need to make a plan to switch over sometime before the year ends. Fortunately, pricing has not changed, so no worries there. And that just about wraps it up for us this week. Until next time, thanks for listening. Digital Marketing News with Yoko CEO is hosted by Chris Yoko and Max Lawler. With new episodes released every week. If you have a tip to share or a question for the show, send an email to questions at yokoco.com. Thanks for listening.